Welcome to another episode of Follow the Brand. I am your host, Grant McGall, CEO of Five Star BDM, a five-star personal branding and business development company. I want to take you on a journey that takes another deep dive into the world of personal branding and business development using compelling personal stories, business conversations, and tips to improve your personal brand. By listening to the Follow the Brand podcast series, you will be able to differentiate yourself from the competition and allow you to build trust with prospective clients and employers. You never get a second chance to make a first impression. Make it one that will set you apart, build trust, and reflect who you are. Developing your five-star personal brand is a great way to demonstrate your skills and knowledge. If you have any questions for me or my guests, please email me at grant.magaw, spelled M-C-G-A-U-G-H, at 5star BDM, B for brand, D for development, M for masters.com. Now let's begin with our next five-star episode on Follow the Brand. With a passion for the delivery of healthcare, Owen Kasala Buki Okarende finds her brand through integrity, trust, and building solid relationships. As we conclude Black History Month and begin Women's History Month, I would like to introduce you to the first African-American woman to lead the ACHE of South Florida. This is the Follow the Brand podcast, and I am your host, Grant McGall, CEO of Five Star BDM, where we are building a five-star brand that you can follow. Buki is an immigrant from Nigeria who was born into a family of healthcare practitioners and found value in helping clinicians and physicians with their businesses to focus on medical care. She is a practice coach who leverages learning agility, critical analytic thinking, and strategic planning to achieve a positive outcome for her clients. Buki encourages us to follow a personal brand framework and believe in yourselves to navigate our endeavors. If the door is closed, look for the open window to your dreams. Buki is the CEO and independent principal consultant providing administrative clinical, and financial operations management and strategic growth services to single and group physician practices, ambulatory, and outpatient centers. She has over 10 years of healthcare management in various provider settings, including hospital, practice, ambulatory, and post-acute. She has worked as the Director of Physician Surgical Operations, Operations Manager, Planning and Performance Improvement Leader, and management fellow leading operation teams in fast-paced and result-oriented settings over the years. Her focus is on the overall clinical, administrative, and financial improvement, optimization, and effectiveness of ambulatory operations, especially physician practices. She is a certified patient-centered medical home professional and holds certificates in population health management, and macro MIPS proficiency. Buki has a Master of Health Service Administrative degree from the University of Michigan and a Bachelor of Science degree in Biology with a minor in Chemistry from North Carolina Central University. She is a board member and president of the American College of Health Executives and a member of the South Florida Medical Group Management Association chapter. 
Let's welcome Bookie to the Follow the Brand podcast. Welcome everyone to another fantastic show on the Follow the Brand podcast. We bring something special every week. And this week, I get to bring a special guest and a special friend. She has been, I've known her for five plus years. And this year, she's making history. She's part of one of South Florida's premier community associations for healthcare executives, known as the American College of Healthcare Executives of South Florida, also known as CHEF for many, many years, I think over 50 years. And she is now the first African-American woman to lead the organization. So, Buki, if you don't mind, come to the mic. Tell us a little bit more about your story, and let's have a great time. Well, thank you, Grant. I really appreciate you having me. Um, absolutely. Happy Black History Month. And as you mentioned, we're suddenly making history. Um, I am proud to be among just a, a pool of talented folks as the first Black woman to lead this uh, organization, American College of Health Executives of the South Florida chapter. Uh, we're one of 28 chapters um, in, in a huge organization that is 48,000 members strong. So really proud of that. And of course, uh, in my day time, I work with a number of clinicians, um, physicians, providers, help to enhance their business, um, partly as a, you know, as a, as a consultant or, or practice coach. So definitely glad to be here and to converse with you. And thank you again for giving me the opportunity. Well, since you are such a business professional and you've been doing a very highly level skilled entrepreneur for a number of years in the healthcare field, I wanted to ask you, what advice would you give someone wanting to pursue a career similar to yours? Hmm. Thank you. That's a great question. Um, the advice that I would give, uh, first of all, is to, is to ensure that you have a passion for healthcare, right? For, passion for taking care of people, uh, passion for the delivery of healthcare. I think that's you know, fundamental, and that goes for any kind of endeavor or any industry. But also, I would um, give you advice that people should, should research what healthcare entails. I think often we can have a tunnel vision um, that it's, you know, lands on hospitals, and that is certainly the case in, in health um, system. But also look at the various options that's out there, which lend itself to the lane that I'm currently in as a consultant, an entrepreneur, like a business advisor, right? And again, there are other fields in the industry, whether it's on the payer side, um, health management organization. Those are all opportunities. And of course, a number of startups, tech-based startups, um, all in the delivery of care. Um, that people should definitely explore. So keep your options open, look at various things that are out there, and then determine what you don't want. Um, that's a, really a good way to go. The other thing I would advise, of course, as the president of ACT, you know, call it a, a, a shameless plug or any other health organization that's out there, you want to be a part of those kind of organizations. If you want to join an industry or join any kind of um, organization, you want to be around those who are currently in those organizations. Right. So uh, joining an organization such as ACHE of South Florida or others that are out there talking to like minded folks, you know, certainly asking them for their advice, their insights are useful ways to learn about the industry to which you're endeavoring to enter. So that's certainly another advice. And uh, dovetailing from that is, is um, getting mentors, right? Mentors and sponsors. You can never have enough of those so that they can really help you and guide you. Um, as it relates to your path of interest or certainly direct you 
um, as a path why you shouldn't pursue a certain path of interest, if you will. So I think mentors and sponsors are good um, things to have in your toolbox. And again, being around folks in those industry will avail you of those individuals. And so that's kind of all that, um, you know, certainly I will have in terms of advice. And of course, we cannot forget the basic thing. You really have to know yourself. Right, so when you're taking those classes, make sure that you're leaning them, you're learning the, the lingo, the terminology. Um, healthcare in particular is ever-changing. You want to be very conversant in a very timely way um, to know what's going on. So certainly just kind of being conversant with other information and knowledge of that industry is also important, but those are just basic requirements. I love that answer, I love that answer. And I wanna get a little bit deeper into your brand and what you do, and I know you, you know, you trans, you came over here from Africa a number of years ago, attended some of the universities. And I did not know that your parents were also in the healthcare industry. Can you just tell us a little bit more about you, your, your personal life? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yes, my, my father is a, is a physician, actually a neurosurgeon. Um, he's since retired. Uh, my mother's a nurse. Uh, my brother is also a physician currently. And um, I, I, have a, I have a sister, of course, she's in brand marketing. Um, and of course, myself, who is in the healthcare industry as a consultant, basically an administrator, healthcare leader. So in that regard, definitely being around healthcare. And I think that's where that, you know, that passion that's where that comes from, and that has shaped me. As you mentioned, I am uh, an immigrant to the United States, and um, you know, I'm from Nigeria, which is a Western nation. And certainly, while I, I miss being in Nigeria, I also love being in America. So I draw on those two cultures to make me who I am, and of course, all the values that the cultures bring, which is really uh, quite amazing. So. Uh, that's kind of my, my personal background now in terms of what I do or how I got into healthcare. Uh, really interesting, you know, medical school was kind of a, a plot as well. And maybe I would dabble in that, but very quickly it was important to me to, to provide leadership skills, I mean, leadership, excuse me, because I had leadership skills um, to help in those who do provide those care, i.e. the clinicians, the providers, and help them in terms of what they do. Uh, when you think about the model of my, my own personal, my business, uh, from healthcare consulting, you know, I do talk about how I am here to help providers with the business so that they can focus on providing medical care. Right, provide on they can focus on the medicine, and I think that's important. But of course, I love working with physicians and other providers, whether they're nurse practitioners, uh, physician associates, if you will, and other clinicians that you can find in the ambulatory setting uh, to help improve their business. So, um, again, all of that comes from my personal life, my family already oriented towards healthcare, my journey um, to the United States, bringing all of me as an immigrant and, of course, as a kind and proud American uh, to, to make me who I am today. So, And, of course, uh, a bunch of mentors along the way uh, <laughs> helped as well. Uh, that, that's good information. And I love that you come from a family of healthcare providers. I think that that's wonderful. And I think those are good characteristics. Looking into your personal background and what's needed to successfully become a business advisor. I mean, you kind of pivoted into business. You're an entrepreneur. Can you tell us a little bit more? What, what's it like in your world being an entrepreneur? Wow. So it's um really very interesting. You know, obviously you get to 
um, work with different people, right? And it's funny you bring that up because right now I do, I'm currently working with a huge organization, kind of like an HCCN, and um, they oversee a number of um, healthcare centers and I serve as a senior practice coach uh, for them. But I think what that shows is that you do meet a number of different individuals, right? Client, call them clients, um, employers, whatever the case may be, that you get to work with. And every day kind of brings something different. I think that's exciting. And which is a hallmark of being an entrepreneur. But of course, there's hard work as well. And uh, one of the things as a consultant that, um, you know, you have to do is, is, is learn a lot. And not only do you have to learn a lot, as we all have to do, but you have to stay, you know, kind of ahead of the curve. Uh, so it's really important that you're on top of the new information that's out there so that you can readily provide it to your clients, if you will, or certainly to the clinicians in the case of healthcare um, very quickly, right? So that they can make the changes or plan for the changes that they need to make. So reading a lot, it's one of those things, very basic, but absolutely continuous learning um, by way of taking the formal classes, if you will, or even things like certification courses. Right, and on top of those, having an incredible learning agility. It's important that when you interface with information, you know how to digest it, learn it, interpret it, and really teach others, make it uh, much more useful. Those are kind of those um, things that you you find yourself doing again as a consultant, and of course a lot of networking. Um, just as an entrepreneur, that's one of the ways in which you definitely bring business to yourself, and that is just by acquainting yourself with others uh, who are potential or prospective. Um, clients, if you will, and and really leading into those relationships and forging those. So a lot of networking absolutely is something that um, I endeavor as well. Well, I know you do a lot of that. I, I've seen you in a number of different events and you're very, very well known and very, very well liked. And I, and I like that. So, but I want to understand, because I don't know your business as well as you do, meaning, you know, the problem that you're solving, that's much bigger than you and I but you're passionate about solving with your skills. Can you tell us just a little bit more about that? Oh, absolutely. So, um, you know, um, as I mentioned earlier, I work with clinicians and physicians. That's what my business is to help them with their business. From everything administrative to operational improvement, to making sure that they're financially viable. Um, And just coming up with those, what I call extra medical items that of course you have to attend to because healthcare is a business indeed. Um, and, you know, the skill set that I bring forth to be able to work with clinicians is one, integrity, right? You have to have integrity because they have to trust you with their business as they're seeing patients. And um, I always bring that to the forefront. That is something that I certainly, do. I always manage intentionally and something that I cannot afford to have in it. So integrity is one of them because, again, my work, um, my line of work does require trust. Um, another thing that when it comes to my business, comes to what I do as I'm helping clinicians uh, with their operation is helping them even make some decisions about where they want to be. Now, COVID-19, the pandemic itself has certainly um, brought about time for reflection, I'm sure for all of us, but for, you know, the healthcare industry and even particularly uh, providers who um, maintain independent practices. And they have, you know, to deal with the, the question of whether they want to continue in the same way. And again, given the impact of COVID, a lot of, you know, uh, practices suffered some revenue losses and disruption to their operations. But also, you know, if they are going to remain by themselves, what are the things that they have to take into account, right? And what is the trajectory? What is the plan? And what are all those considerations they must think about before they make that decision? 
Or should they join a bigger organization, whether it's a hospital system, a healthcare system, or other um, institutions that are out there? Like I said, payers are, they also manage providers. They also provide health care in addition to providing the reimbursement for those care. Um, there's a number of uh, organizations out there from Google to Amazon, you know, even Walmart and, and um, CVS, Walgreens, all of these entities are all dabbling in healthcare. And believe it or not, they're all recruiting providers, right? So as you're seeing all of these options becoming readily available to clinicians, and as they're trying to make a decision, do I stay in this vein or do I change again, force the thing that way because of the pandemic, I bring forth my knowledge and skills and expertise to help them make that decision. Um, so that's one part. The other part of what I'm really passionate about is really being a mentor. I love helping to um, assist our future or emerging healthcare leaders to get to where they need to go. I was once in that position and I understand the, the, the tough times that sometimes hit you where you may feel maybe dismayed that you're not making inroads. You want an internship. There's only so many of them. You want an administrative fellowship. You're competing with the entire nation for just a couple of spots. All of those things, I totally understand the challenges and therefore I do dedicate myself to helping as much as possible our upcoming and emerging leaders. So to that end, um, mentoring is a big deal. And it was so funny, speaking of the COVID, uh, of the pandemic, when that happened in 2020, oh, you could see the flurry of um, uh, postings on LinkedIn about students who just literally lost their fellowships and internships. And um, I had a, a great partner who came to me and said, hey, who, what do we need to do? What can we do to help this folks? First of all, I was very honored that they reached out to me and then of course we got together and said you know what I think we can come up with a remote healthcare administrative internship and I was thinking about that I wasn't quite sure what it would look like but I thought, I think I just have, we have enough to make something happen here and indeed we created the, what is called the right program um, RHAI which is a remote healthcare administrative internship where we align a number of um, core um, service areas healthcare in the hospital and we brought speakers high-level speakers people who do this all the time experts actually talk to the student a lot of show and tell in addition to a number of the activities they had to do including producing some community service um, based projects that are actually very actionable and were adopted by even some of um, our healthcare organizations so again that's a passion that I have and I look forward to really capitalizing on that as I look to how I can help increase the capacity when it comes to internships and fellowships in healthcare organizations and hospitals. So I'm really thinking, giving some thoughts to what that could look like and working and talking to a few folks about uh, how we can make this happen, especially in this age of technology. I think the, the opportunities are, are definitely um, out there. So looking forward to explore some more. But well, yeah, I tell you, 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 you've laid out your brand and what you are about. I think we heard that loud and clear that Ms. Buki is all about mentoring. She's all about helping others. She's about this next generation of healthcare uh, executives, giving, getting them the opportunity to be impactful because we need everybody. We have a huge labor shortage right now. Uh, healthcare of itself, I, I believe it's one of the largest uh, industries in the nation, if not in the, in the world. And uh, so there's definitely not a, a, um, a lack of, uh, of people that are needed in the industry. So we want to get them trained. We want to have the opportunities to really uh, help others, as uh, especially in the United States, as our society gets much older, 
we're going to need this kind of, of help. So I believe you told me a little bit about your passion and your energy. And, and, and I like that. I really, really, really do. Tell us what you, what are your our thoughts around the HCHE during your presidency? What do you want to accomplish during this time? Well, certainly, as we know, ACHC is storied for the work that we do. I mean, our mission speaks to it and is very simple. We want to advance healthcare leaders and we want to advance healthcare leadership excellence, right? Um, so this is something that's personal to me. And as one who's fortunate to be the leader of the South Florida chapter, absolutely, I plan to just carry that on. Um, and of course, I have an incredible team. Uh, the board is just amazing. Uh, every single person on that board brings a just incredible talent, knowledge, experience that uh, again you see reflected throughout the year. Additionally, I do want to mention that you know some of the themes that I want to specifically elevate during my term is you know collaboration, collaborating with other organizations, working with NASI, uh, working with HFMA, you know, um, HIMSS, all of those organizations. However, we can collaborate, whether it's networking or education events. You know, SFHA as an example, those are I think, great things that can only serve our members because, you know, healthcare with, with individuals in those different areas, if you will, at the end of the day, we're still in one huge pool, right? And there's no, there's no reason why we cannot share the knowledge and share uh, the information that we all have to share. I mean, that we all have to uh, provide, excuse me. The other thing is inclusion. Um, again, it's not lost on me as the first African-American woman to lead this organization, but I do want us to be an inclusive organization, right? We want to entertain diversity, um, equity in healthcare. We are in healthcare, inclusion, and even belonging. So not only do we want people to be included, and inclusion is important, but we want it to feel like they belong. And this is for everyone. This is an organization for everybody. And in terms of all the programs and all the events that we put forth, hopefully you will see that reflected. This episode is brought to you by Five Star BDM. Five Star BDM is a professional consulting and advisory group keenly focused on business development services for small to mid-sized businesses and entrepreneurs. Although every business is unique, they often share challenges that can be addressed through smart branding. Services include process improvement and operations, digital strategy and transformation, business intelligence, digital marketing, and personal branding. Our five-star business and personal branding company has helped a number of professionals and organizations to optimize and grow. The result is more business, more opportunities, better reach, positive outcomes. Please visit www.5starbdm.com to learn more and view all the episodes of Follow the Brand. Also, um, connections. It's really important that I connect to the members. That is something that I do in my own business anyway, um, or in any kind of engagement, any company, any organization that I work for. It's about connecting with the people because when you take care of the people, they take care of everything else. Um, so connection with, with individuals is certainly important to me. Innovation, I just told you about Rye as an example and continue to work on that. We have to be innovative. We have to be transformative. And I think COVID, if nothing, has certainly catalyzed and underscored the importance of that especially in healthcare, but really in terms of everything that we do. And it's those small tweaks, those small movement forward that really do make the difference. Um, so those are kind of the things that I certainly want to lean on um, during, during my 
administration, if you want to call it that, as I lead this organization. And as always, really helps to bring others um, along, especially our emerging leaders. Now, I will say well-being, again, coming up of the pandemic is very important. And we'll try to emphasize that, right? Like taking care of oneself, mental health, emotional health, reducing burnout, reducing burden. Those are elements that we want to infuse and hopefully maybe bring some programming around that because the healthcare industry and the healthcare workforce particularly need that right now. Uh, so those are kind of some of the, the themes that I certainly want to elevate um, in 2022 as the president of the ACC of Florida. Oh, I'm looking forward to the programs. You've had excellent programs uh, in the past. And you're right, coming out of the pandemic as we are right now, I think we're getting a little bit more movement People are looking forward to getting back to, you know, pre-COVID. However, we all all know you can't erase the last two years. Uh, we we definitely have had to do a lot of soul searching our, ourselves. We've gotten uh, embraced more technology than we probably have uh, at any other time as a, as a nation. But that's allowed us to open up into new worlds and to actually reach out in different ways. So I really, really like that. And I wanted to ask you personally, you know, how do you define your core competency, your expertise, your abilities, and your existing level of recognition or what your brand is, you know, when it comes to uh, personal expertise and, and, and executive presence? Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Huh? Um, I think for me, when it comes to my brand, um, I think it comes back to my um, personal values, right? There's, the, there's your personal values, kind of the, the framework within which you operate. And then there's your, your personality, of course. Um, and of course, then you have those skill set that you hone. Um, and I'm going to work backwards a little bit, if that's okay. You know, as a consultant, like I said, having an incredible learning agility, you have to be able to learn things very quickly, very timely, so that you can be of service uh, to the people that you serve. But also, um, leadership skills, right? Um, it's really important that you can lead others. And sometimes leadership is not even about, you know, having authority over people. It's really having the influence to help them get to the vision that you've communicated, right? And that's, again, what I bring. Because as a consultant, you have to go into these entities um, and you will perhaps focus on a singular problem or multiple problem. You have to establish relationships very quickly and then lead them uh, to solutions very quickly, right? So you have a very limited time. Uh, and again, limited relationship that you're working off of. And you have to be able to, again, bring a lot of things together and provide the adequate leadership. So leadership skills, I think it's something that I certainly bring forward in terms of my skills and my competency as well. In addition to just the core of what I do, critical analytical thinking, right? And everyone really should develop their skills there regardless. But certainly it's part of the work that I do have to be able to go in, analyze things very quickly, put some, um, you know, assign some critical thinking and, and help to, arrive at the solution. But also I would say that um, strategic planning, ability to plan strategically. And I think that's what, you know, um, people come, come to me for sometimes is, hey, you know, we're trying to do a three-year, five-year plan. Can you help us, you know, see what needs to be done? And when I take stock of what the current is, then, you know, of course, do my appropriate interview and, and research, I'm able to help them derive what a plan is that would be adequate for them. Again, those are those core competencies, but all of those things, again, lean back into who I am, which is about people. Connecting with people, right? I love it. 
And when you connect with people, the business thing just falls on it very smoothly. And it's a lot easier and trust and have uh, and have business relationship when you have a good person to personal interpersonal relationship with with someone um and of course trust like i mentioned very important it's a part of the the competency that i bring to the table i expect you to trust me and i trust you that we can make um things happen so to that end those are all of the things that make up my brand but also core competency and again speaks to my values right integrity trust personal connection and then uh, like I said, all of those things, technical things that you just have to know. Not to be too repetitive, uh, but I do definitely want to underscore that those things are very, very important. Regardless no, it's very, of very important. Uh, yeah. you, you're speaking on some some values, some themes that propel you forward in your career and allows other people to engage with you. And I wanted to step back just a little bit. You know, I always unplug uh, at some point in my interviews. And I want you to be able to speak to our younger audience, maybe even people that are still in that K through 12 world. And you, you talked a lot about mentoring and you, you know, put together some program. I want you to talk to that, you know, as you look at that one thing, maybe a couple of things that are always just some gaps that you see, even though they've got their education, they've got some other things going on, but you see this like it's a gap that, that's there. And especially when I say young females, because a lot of females are in the healthcare industry. If you could speak to them, speak to them and, and allow them to you know, express yourself and allow them to you know, get some guidance in that area. Thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity to do that. So, um, as I said, being a mentor, helping others, helping what I refer to as emerging leaders, because they're, they're the future. Right. Um, that's my passion. And. The first thing I'd like to tell the younger folks is that I know (laughs) at my um, age, at my level, that the world is challenging, right? All the information that's coming at them very quickly, they have to see through a lot, there's peer pressure, all of those things exist. And I totally get that. But at the end of the day, they do have to go back to that core value to identify who they are so they can navigate the world. I mean, that's just really, otherwise you're just going to blow with the wind, wherever the wind takes you, and then you find yourself to be very lost. You have to have some kind of anchor to define who you are and then always come back to that when you're getting all of those inputs and stimuli from the environment. And you need to make decisions very quickly so that you don't be, you don't get stretched out. That's, I think that's important. The other thing I want to say is that please believe in yourself. Some days are better than others, that's true. Um, all doors will not necessarily open. Some will, but if the door is closed, you can rest assured there's a window that's open somewhere. And it's really important for you to trust yourself and believe in yourself. It's so important. Surround yourself with people that sponsor your interests. If someone is always saying nay, ideas to who you are, if they're always critical of you, then rethink whether you want that relationship because that will impact your thinking. It will impact how you process information, how you see yourself, which will then impact how you navigate the world. So believe in yourself. You have got to do that. That's that's my second um, advice. The third is you got to find mentors. And people think the word mentor is this person that's just over the top, that's totally, that has it together, that's on top of their game. And that's fine too. But your mentor is just that person who is doing something that you're interested in talk to them 
that person that has been there before, hey, I know this, you did this, could you please tell me how you do it? Or I have an interest in doing this thing, could you show me the ropes? What do I need to do to, to be prepared to do whatever it is you just saw that person did? It could be anybody. They could be now family members, our uncle, aunt, brother, sister, mother, father. Or it could be outside of that. It could be a neighbor. It could be someone at your, institution, your religious institution. It could be someone at a community health center that you go to. It could be anybody that you think is already in the place that you want to be, ask them, please mentor you. And people are always willing to help. Believe it or not, they actually want to help much more than people realize, right? So those are the things, you know, seek assistance, seek mentorship, seek advice of others, believe yourself, absolutely, know that you can do it, and then find a way to always come back to those values that you have. And, and when as you're evaluating different things, ask yourself, is this in alignment with my values? Or am I just going along because of the peer pressure? Is this right for me? Or am I just doing it just because? And I think if you think about these three things, that's, that would be my advice to, to the young folks, right? Because sometimes you just don't know what you don't know. But the key thing is to find someone who can help you. Ask your questions. Pose your questions to them. And I think they'll be, they'll be glad to help you along. And that would be, that would be my advice. That is excellent advice, uh, Buki. That is wonderful, wonderful. Owen Kasala, I, I like to uh, say that. I hope I pronounced it correctly. I've been waiting all um, all episode to say that. So, <laughs> so you came pretty close. Is, you were right there. So. All right, all right. I, I'll take that. I'll take that. So, tell me, what is the best way to get in touch with you? So, I mean, LinkedIn is really the best way. Um, you know, of course, I always try to get to um, items as, as as quickly as I can, as often as I can. You know, we're all very busy and I totally get that. But LinkedIn is the, is the best way because I always make sure I eventually circle to that. Um, also, I'm a member of NCHE, of course, I'm in that directly as well. So if you're a member of NCHE, you can easily, easily find me. Uh, not a problem. And then, of course, um, my website, you know, Um, Please feel free to, you know, you can drop a note there as well. That comes write me by email, but I really, I really, really just prefer um, LinkedIn, um, to be quite honest with you, because that's a great way for me to um, connect with folks. And of course, you stay connected, right? Once you accept the connect, it's, it's kind of a, a LinkedIn, then you can always exchange emails um, from there. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Buki. This has been fantastic, you know, sharing the things that are important to you. So I invite my entire audience to see all the episodes of Follow Brand. You can tune in at www.5starbdm. That's B for brand, B for development, and M for masters.com. Until next time, take care. Thanks a lot, Bookie. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for You're the opportunity. You're most welcome.